Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to Ash. Ash drew us all an impressive picture of a gloop soldier eating noodles from the Lomain Mansion, and you must check it out. Head over to kidsstoriespodcast.com and you can see it. Thank you so much for listening, Ash, and thanks for that stellar drawing. Last time on the Clown Dojo Ninja Olympics Part 3, we listened as Harvey and Luke sort of wandered through the Stone Mountain Caves trying to find the Sun Crystal. And they eventually encountered a cave spider and battled it. And then, unbelievably, they befriended the spider when Luke gave it some candy. And the spider led them to the Sun Crystal. And the boys had just crawled through a nearly hidden entrance into... And that's what we're going to find out now on Clown Dojo Ninja Olympics Part 4. Harvey and Luke scooted on their bellies. They were just small enough to get under this hidden entrance. They stood up and dusted themselves off, looking around quickly, expecting the worst in these dangerous caves. What they saw was more surprising than any ogre or troll or spider. It was a massive open room filled with tiny houses, like an entire community of tiny people right here in the center of these caves. The people were all so small they could ride a cat, and in fact, some of them were riding cats. The sun crystal stuck down from the ceiling. The sun's light shined through the crystal outside on the top of the hill, and the light filtered down through the crystal and illuminated everything in this cave room, providing light for crops and flowers and trees and grass, just like outside the cave. As Harvey and Luke emerged from their hidden entrance, the tiny people living in this cave world began to notice them. They were going about their daily lives. There were kids playing in a small park. There were grown-up tiny people shopping for groceries. Some were grooming their cats who wore saddles, All of these tiny humans slowly stopped what they were doing. Most of them, anyway. Some of them were so far away in this huge room that the boys couldn't see them. Many of the tiny humans slowly stopped what they were doing and backed away from Harvey and Luke. Now, no one screamed and no one panicked, but there were some bells ringing, probably emergency bells, and in just a few seconds, some of these small humans rode up on their cats. They were holding spears. Put away your sword, Luke, said Harvey, and the boys sheathed their weapons. We come in peace, said Harvey to the approaching cat riders. Seems that way, said one of the riders. I'm Allison, the leader of this clan of cat-riding cave people. How did you find this place? Ziggy showed us, said Luke. Ziggy? asked Allison. Who is this Ziggy? He's the cave spider I made friends with. He showed us the little hidden entrance right here, said Luke. Friends with a cave spider. Fascinating, Allison thought to herself. Well, however you found us, what is your business here? Have you come to barter for our sun crystal flowers? Harvey and Luke had heard of sun crystal flowers, but it was one of those things that they weren't quite sure were real. They had never seen one, and they had never known anyone who had seen one. As they looked around now, they realized that these flowers were all around. 
in the parts of the cave where the sunlight from the crystal was brightest, these flowers were growing. Some were even growing from the stone walls of the cave. Allison noticed the boys looking around and answered their question before they asked it. The sun crystal in the ceiling imparts its magic on the sunlight. So the light we get here in the cave is magic. Those places where it is strongest grow the magical sun crystal flowers. We sell them for a hundred gold coins each, or perhaps we could work out a trade. A hundred gold coins each, said Harvey, surprised. No wonder I've never seen one. Nah, we're not here for flowers. We came to retrieve the crystal. Allison and the other cat riders near her laughed. The crystal? You can't have the crystal. Without the crystal, this cave would go dark. The flowers would all die. We'd have to relocate. You can't take it, said Allison. Harvey noticed that the cat riders mounted near Allison placed their hands on their weapons. We're not, we're not, we're not going to take it, said Harvey. A bit insulted that the cat riding cave people thought they would actually just steal the crystal. We're not, we're not going to take it, said Luke, kind of to himself, kind of realizing that even after actually finding the crystal, something no one had ever done, they weren't going to be able to take it back. Harvey was deflated. He sighed heavily and sat down on a rock, admiring this amazing community in a cave. Well, what if we just take a piece of it? asked Luke. Maybe we could... Dropkick Daisy didn't say to bring back just a piece of it, said Harvey. She said the whole thing. And even then, a broken sun crystal might not work the same for these people. The two boys sat, completely dejected, totally deflated, entirely emptied, truly bummed. They looked around this massive cave dwelling, and they knew they could take it if they wanted to. With their skills and weapons, they could neutralize the guards and then scale the stone walls up to the top and chisel the crystal right out of the ceiling. Boom. Done. The whole thing would probably take less than two hours. But they couldn't do it. It would mean the end of these peaceful people here and their entire way of life. Harvey and Luke were too compassionate to take from someone else just to get ahead for themselves. Let's get out of here, Luke, said Harvey. Yeah, let's get out of here, said Luke. The boys sulked all the way back to the entrance of the cave. Harvey turned around to see Luke and... Ziggy? What's that spider doing out here? asked Harvey as they stepped out into the sunlight of the valley. He's coming home with us, Harvey, said Luke. We can't just let him live in that dark, scary cave eating bugs and who knows what. People, Luke. The cave spider eats people, said Harvey. His name is Ziggy, and he eats candy, said Luke. And then Harvey realized that he was a little too tired to argue. And he figured if they weren't able to become clown ninjas, well, then at least they got a few new pets out of it all. So Harvey, Luke, and Ziggy, the giant cave spider, walked back to the clown dojo. The walk back seemed to take much longer than the walk there. Luckily, 
Ziggy let Harvey and Luke ride on him for the last leg of the journey. And so, they approached the clown dojo on top of a pitch-black cave spider. The clown ninjas who were outside at the time rushed over, weapons drawn, very confused to see a cave spider so docile. Are you riding a cave spider? asked one of the ninjas. Yeah, said Harvey, as they slid off Ziggy's back. He's fine, said Luke. Sit, Ziggy. And Ziggy sat, a bit tired from his journey. You might want to find some candy to feed him, though. I ran out, said Luke. By now, the rest of the clown dojo ninjas had emerged from the buildings to see if the boys were able to retrieve the sun crystal. Dropkick Daisy approached them. Looks like you weren't able to get the crystal, she said. You know, there's an entire tribe of cat-riding people living in the center of those caves. They use the sun crystal for, well, everything. It grows all their crystal flowers and crops and provides light and everything. If we took it, then, well, then they wouldn't have anything. So, so yeah, we didn't take the crystal. Here's your stuff back. Luke and Harvey began laying out the gear they had borrowed from the clown dojo, the swords and armor and such. Then, when they were done taking off all their gear, they looked up and saw that all the clown dojo ninjas were standing before them. "'Can I have my frogs back?' asked Luke. He had left Slippy and Slappy here at the dojo while they were on their quest. "'We left them in your room,' said Daisy Dropkick, "'over there in cabin three. Harvey and Luke looked up, tired and confused. "'Our room?' said Harvey. "'Cabin three? wondered Luke out loud. Then Daisy Dropkick spoke up. "'Harvey and Luke, through your skills in the Ninja Olympics competition, as well as the compassion you have shown and your respect for others, I would like to welcome you into the ranks of the Clown Dojo and congratulate you for being the first new members of the Clown Dojo in 100 years.' Then Daisy Dropkick handed Harvey and Luke two soft red clown noses. The other clown ninjas began clapping. The boys were speechless. They had convinced themselves that this whole clown dojo thing was never going to happen. And now, their greatest dream come true, they were beyond happy. Harvey and Luke hugged, relieved that all their hard work had paid off, and excited at all the new adventures that lay before them with the clown dojo. The End Thanks for listening to today's episode. As a quick reminder, you should never try and ride a cave spider. You will either squish it, which would get pretty messy, or it will eat you, which I guess would also be pretty messy. Another quick reminder to check out a couple drawing videos on the website, kidstoriespodcast.com. And if you have any questions or drawings, that you would like to share with me, just have your grown-up email them to me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.